welcome to GCP. This is Andrew Ogden, here to bring you a preview of the 2022 Cheltenham Festival, which is taking place on the 15th of March to the 18th of March in a couple of weeks' time. So what we're going to do here is go through all four days of the meeting, um, of which I'm actually going down on the uh, on the Tuesday uh, for a priceless sum of about 70 quid to get into Tassasols, or how the prices have gone up over the years. So let's get into the action on the first day, Tuesday, the 15th of March, with the 130 which is the Skybet Supreme Novices Hurdle, Grade 1, over two miles and half a furlong. Now, this is uh, set to be a big clash between the uh, Nicky Henderson pair of Constitution Hill and the £570,000 John Bon, which is owned by JP McManus. Now... Constitution Hill is the um, seven to four favourite. We have John Bond at seven to two. Dice Hat Dynamo four to one. Sir Gerhard four to one. But more like more than likely that one will be going to the Ballymore on the Wednesday. You also have Kill Crew six to one. Mighty Potter ten to one. State Man twelves. El Fabiolo fourteen to one. I like to move it twenty to one. And my mate Mozzie twenty five to one. Bar those. So um, just let's start off with Constitution Hill, who won by 14 lengths in December in quite bottomless going, I would say, at Sandown. Um, looked very impressive that day and then followed up that win uh, with um, a Tolworth Hurdle win in January 8th, um, winning by 12 lengths. But I would say the field that day wasn't up to much and he was expected to win at its odds of 5-2 to two on. You have John Bon, who has been, you know, in smallish fields, and it is living up to its um, price tag. Um, initially, winning this season by six lengths, uh, beating Good Risk at all, who's a good yardstick at Newbury, then following that up in a Grade Two, being Colonel Mustard uh, by two and a quarter lengths, then beating Richmond Lake by three lengths, who um, fell <clears throat> the other day. So. That form eh, is probably not looking the strongest, but it has decisively beaten um, its opponents. So, 72 is maybe a good price for John Bond there. You've also got the Irish Challenge, which is Dice at Dynamo, has looked impressive in its two starts this season, winning by 19 lengths on both occasions, uh, last time in a grade two at Punchestown. You also have Kill Crew, whose uh, debut over the... Uh, Smaller obstacles was a losing one at 14 to 1 on. Um, and then followed that up with a third behind journey with me at Leopardstown, also at 9 to 4 on. So there was some doubt that it just wasn't finishing it, finishing um, its races off. But thankfully, last time it gained a victory by 21 lengths, beating Bold Approach at 5 to 1 on. But 6 to 1, I think it's a bit too skinny for Kill Crew. Mighty Potter at 10 to 1, though, has got a very um, lively each way chance winning a grade one last time beating Free Strike Life at Leopardstown. Well, before that, in November, was third behind Statuaire at 5 to 1. Um, so, in conclusion, I would say I'd pro I would probably go for John Bond um, to beat Constitution Hill. And Mighty Potter will be running on for third. Let's get on to the 210 now at Cheltenham, which is for the Sporting Life Arkle Challenge Trophy. Novices chase grade one over two miles. With your favourite, it's Edward Stone, who has found a new lease of life over um, the bigger obstacles this season. First off, beating Stepney Causeway in November by seven lengths. Following it up, be beating the Warlord. At Sandown over Chris, um, just before Christmas by 16 lengths. Then uh, at the back end of Christmas, it beat Do Your Job by 10 lengths. And then in February, it beat Perennial Rival, third time lucky by four and a half lengths. 
I've got to say with Edward Stone initially when he was a when he was a hurdler, I thought oh, it's a bit of a bit of a dodge pot dodge uh, pot this one. But no, you can't deny that he has improved over the fences. Um, it is currently fifteen to eight favourite. Second favourite is Blue Lord, who's like leading the Irish Challenge here. This season, it has uh, beat El Barra five and a half lengths, beat Lifetime Ambition. It was a bit of a dodge point itself, but it, um, by 20 lengths at four to one on. And then last time, giving weight away to Rivier de Tele at uh, Leopardstown, beating it half a length. Um, currently 100 to 30 for that one for Blue Lord. Rivier de Tele is um, taking it on once again. But I have felt that the last two times when it has um, been beat, uh, second to Fernie Hollow in December and second to Blue Lord in February, it was getting weight um, from the horses because it's a mayor. So 9-2 to two is probably going to run into a place, but I don't think it'll win. Holter Colour, that's 13-2. Uh, to two. That fell in the same race of Blue Lord and Rivier de Tay. St. Sam, uh, who ran well last season at Cheltenham, uh, getting uh, getting beat off Jeff Kidder in one of the bigger handicap hurdles. You've also got Curse of Blind, 14 to 1, Magic Days, 16. Ciel de Neige, um, who's, who's another one who's found some winning form, winning four of its last five at 18 to 1. Jungle Boogie, Dilla Dilla. As um, only had the one run over fences, uh, winning by twelve lengths over Deal Kerr, but twenty five to one probably reflect reflects its chance. And each way, and each way bet I would say is third time lucky. Even though it's uh, been beaten twice uh, by Edward Stone, it does does run very well at Cheltenham, winning its last two appearances at the track, and twenty five to one, good bit of each way value there for you. So, in conclusion, I would say I would go for probably a Blue Lord win here from Edward Stone and third time lucky coming home in third place. The next race on the Tuesday that we're going to preview here is the Unibet Champion Hurdle Challenge Trophy Grade 1 at 3.30. Run over two miles and half a furlong and it's a reappearance of the magical mayor, Honeysuckle. Ready to uh, regain its crown once again. Uh, it's won all three appearances this season, uh, beating Charger by two and a quarter lengths, beating Ronald Bump by eight lengths in November, and then in February, beating Zana here by six and a half lengths very impressively. Once again, um, it's two to one on. And yeah, going through this field, I can't see anything touching this horse. It's. Yeah, the nigh uncertainty of the week uh, to give uh, Rachel Blackmore and Henry de Bromhead a second champion hurdle. Facing Honeysuckle is appreciated. Who won the Supreme Novices hurdle last year, beating Bally Adam by 24 lengths at 8 to 11. Um, it's been off the track for 364 days, but yeah, 4 to 1 maybe needs a run. You have third favourite Tia Poo, who last time won by 11 lengths beating Durasso, but before that, it has had um, a couple of battles with Quixilos. The second of them, I did feel it struggled um, to finish it off, uh, Quixilos. Uh, that one's 8 to 1. You have Epitont at 12 to 1, who's a former champion hurdle winner itself. Uh, last season, it finished third behind Honeysuckle. At both Cheltenham and Punchestown festivals, it then dead heated with not so sleepy before um, winning over Christmas, uh, beating Glory and Fortune by two and a two and a quarter lengths, twelve to one for that one. Maybe come third, I would say. Adagio likes seeing the back of many horses' asses as it's um, finished second the last four times, going down in defeat. Zana here. Maybe maybe in the same boat as uh, Adagio, I would say. Tommy's Oscar's one that has risen through the handicaps of the northern tracks, like Musselburgh, Doncaster. And last time winning a grade two at Haydock. But um, I suspect that day at Haydock, it was like a like a war field. Uh, 28 to 1 for Tommy's Oscar. 
Quilich, they lost 50 to 1. Saint Noir, 50s. Montmiral, who's been, been very disappointing this season. Uh, in it's in both of its starts last time, going four for six at Fontwell in the uh, National Spirit hurdle behind Boltox has, who yeah, it's probably a second level of um, class at horse. Glory and Fortune eighty to one, who's um who won a big uh, handicap hurdle at Newbury last time by a short head at twenty to one. Before that, coming second to Epitont at Kempton, not so sleepy eighty to one. And you've got 250 to one the rag. Tritonic. One winner here. Honeysuckle. Nuff said. After this, it's the 410. The Close Brothers Mayor's Hurdle. Now, many, many a year has gone by and it's usually the Irish winning this. So leading the betting this time, is the Mayor's Novice Hurdle winner of last season. Tell me something, girl. Uh, it's 5-2. to two. You've got Concertista at 4-1 in the betting, but it maybe goes for the Mayor's Chase because it has primarily been, been over the bigger obstacles this season. You've got Roel Kahala, who last time um, won quite well at Gowran Park, beating Classical Dream, who's a fancy for the Stayers Hurdle. And I probably think Rolkahala would have a good chance in the Stayers Hurdle because that's the right motley crew uh, running in that one. You got Burning Victory six to one. Stormy Island, who's improved, going back to Willie Mullins since its time at Paul Nichols's. Got Echoes in Rains, which is another Mullins horse. You got Mrs Milner, who won at Cheltenham last season, being the boss's Oscar by five lengths. He had one of our favourite winners from last season as well. Is in this race. Heaven help us. He went off at 100 mile an hour. Only for it not to be caught. Uh, when winning at 33 to 1. We're all dancing dancing around when that one won. Um, with this. Um, I probably would go for. Uh, if it does turn up in this race. Royal Kahala. Because it's maybe an, an, an easier option for it. But then again. Like I've said. The Stayers Hurdle. What's well, a. An easy race to win, but yeah, Royal Kahala for me in the 410 at Cheltenham on the Tuesday. Then, after this, you've got to you've fallen it up with the uh, Boodles Juvenile Handicap Hurdle and uh, the Fred Winter, which is generally for horses who are uh, trying to dodge the uh, Triumph Hurdle and looking for a more easier option. So, you've got the favourite, which is Gaelic Warrior. Um, a French import for Willie Mullins. And generally with this race, the French bred horses have an excellent record. So 5-2 to two for Gaelic Warrior. Then you've got Phil Doer, who's, uh, who might be going to the Triumph Hurdle. But th this could be the easier option for it, because uh, it's stable mate Pied Piper is in the Triumph Hurdle. That's 9-2. to two. You've got the tide turns 11-2. Brazil, 7-1. to Iker Allen. Seven to one, which I I have a good fancy for. Britska eight, Champion Green eight, Ebersari tens, Saint Seagull ten to one, and you got the HMS Seahorse at twelves, and fourteen to one bar those. Um, looking at this, well, your eye is taken to the Mullins one, the favourite on quite a low weight, ten stone eleven. Um. But yeah, all all its form been on heavy and very soft ground at Old Toy. And when it's muddy there, it's muddy there. Phil Doe's going to be top weight, 11 stone 10, uh, mainly due to his uh, grade 2 win. And also free length uh, loss to Volban in a grade 1 at Leopardstown. But myself, I would probably go for Ikari Allen, who won, who won quite impressively last time, 7.5 lengths at Fairy House. But was nine and a half lengths behind Volban in the same grade one as Fildor got beaten. Um, so yeah, for me, I would go for Ikeri Allen and maybe Champion Green as well, who's also on a low weight um, for Joseph O'Brien at eight to one. Moving on now, it is the Wednesday of the festival and possibly one of the best days racing of the week. Which starts off with the Ballymore Novices Hurdle Grade 1. 
over two mile, five furlongs. Your favourite is Sir Gerhard for Willie Mullins, seven to four. Constitution Hill's in here, but um, as we stayed earlier, that's probably in the Supreme Novices hurdle. Same with John Bon as well. Dysart Dynamo, five to one. But the more likely second favourite will be Ginto. Um, at five to one for Gordon Elliott, then you have Journey Moving Me five to one. Stage Star is the um, Great UK Hope for this one at six to one. Then you got State Man ten to one. Hollow Games twelves. Free Strike Live twelve to one. And the Nice Guy fourteen to one and sixteen to one by those. Now Sagar Hard is returning to um, the scene of um, winning the Champion Bumper last season when it beat Kilcrew by half a length at eighty five to forty. In its two starts over hurdles this season, he has uh, looked quite impressive, uh, winning by eight lengths, beating Highland Charge in December at Leopardstown, followed up with a six-length beating of Free Strike Life at Leopardstown in February. Um, more than likely, uh, and the news coming out is that this horse is going for this race instead of the Supreme Novices on the Tuesday, and seven to four looks a, a good betting price. Uh. Out of the others, Ginto um, has won a grade one at Nace this season, beating Grand Jury four and a quarter lengths, and also in December beating Eric Bloodaxe by 11 lengths. It's looking, well, going off its form, it, it does look the staying type, maybe troubling Sir Gerhard, who you could, you could say watching the uh, champion bumper last season when it went off at like 100 mile an hour. It was tiring near the end, so maybe this longer distance might not suit it. So Ginto could be definitely one staying on at the end and um, possibly beating Sigurd, I would say. Um, Stage Star, that's also got a great chance for the uh, the owners group for Paul Nichols at 6-1, to one. Uh, beating Deeper Blue in October uh, in its first start over hurdles and beating... Unanswered prayers and West Balboa over Christmas, which were, which was an excellent victory in quite deep ground at Newbury. So um, for me, I would go for Ginto to beat Sigurhard and Stage Star to come third. The two ten now at Cheltenham is a Brown Advisory Novices Chase Grade One, registered as the Broadway Novices Chase. Or in old money, the old Sun Alliance. Three mile and half a furlong. And the favourite currently is Galapanda Shomps at six to five on for Willie Mullins. Seven to four, Brave Man's Game. Four to one, Ahoy Senor. And then you've got Lompress, five to one. Capadano, sevens. Statless, sevens. Run Wild Fred, 17 to 2. Fury Roll, 10s. Gaillard de Menil, 10 to 1. Jungle Boogie, who's been entered up in quite a few races. 10 to 1. Three under 5, 10s. Dusart, 12s. Farouk Delen, 12s. Vanillier, 12s. Beacon Edge, 16s. And it's 25 to 1. Barlow's. Now, this is going to be an interesting tactical race because Galapanda Shams loves to ball out, off it, ball out in front, as does. Brave Man's Game. Uh, Galapanda Chomps beat Master McShee in February at Leopardstown in a grade one by nine lengths. And has looked impressive before that at Christmas, winning by 22 lengths against Ain't That a Shame. It does look like probably the best Irish novice out there, apart from Bob Ollinger, who's going for the race on the Thursday. Um, you've got Brave Man's Game, the second favourite who's been likened to uh, goal, former Gold Cup winner Denman. In, initially, this season, it beat Fusil Raffles at Newton Abbott by five and a half lengths before going on to Haydock beating a perennial placed horse, Itchy Feet, uh, by two and three quarter lengths. Then the big clash over Christmas at Kempton, where he slammed a Hoysenor by seven and a half lengths. And then, about a month ago, at Newbrick, um, giving weight away, and a three and a half length beating to Pat's Fancy. And it did look very impressive that day, I would say, with Brave Man's Game. A Hoysenor, after that defeat by Brave Man's Game, it turned up at Weatherby, 
uh, winning by five and a half lengths, beating Noble Yates at eight to eleven. Um, before that, before it's um, it getting beat by Brayman's game, it won by a total of thirty-one lengths at Newbury, which is quite a stiff test um, to jump round. You have Long Press, who's another front runner. So it's probably going to set it up for a closer here, I would say. And you know what? If I if if I were riding Brave Man's game, I'd probably uh, hold off and try and uh, do Long Press and uh, Gallop and Deschamps uh, for a bit of a staying power. Um, other ones at the bottom, not really much, really. Statler. He's maybe one that you could take out, but he's been beaten a couple of times by Galapanda Champs and Vanillier uh, before today. So I would say in closing, maybe go for Brave Man's game here to pick up the victory at seven to four, beating Galapanda Champs at six to five on, and then Long Press to come third. Next up on the Wednesday is. The Coral Cup. Well, if you've done your bollocks over the first day and the first two races of the day, the Coral Cup is not going to help you. General ones in here, you have got the bosses Oscar who's turning out. You've got the Devil's Coachman under 11 stone 9. Did win a grade 2 last time beating Nashdale Bob by a head. Bally Andy who's had um, a rejuvenation, which has been, which has been nice to see. Probably going to run into a place for me here. I think it's around about 10 to 1 currently. But it, it has looked impressive on heavy ground recently. But currently at the top of the betting is State Man at 6 to 1 for the uh, all-conquering Willie Mullin stable. Who's probably going to run into double figures on this week for the amount of uh, possible winners he could have. You've got good risk at all at 8 to 1. He won by nine lengths last time. At Ascot, um, you got Drop the Anger for uh, Peter Fahey, nine to one. Devil's Coachman, as I mentioned. Good time, Johnny, who won a big £50,000 handicap at Leopardstown in February, being right place, right time. That one is 12 to one. You've got McFabulous, who was, a, I think, a stayers hurdle favourite a couple of seasons ago. Now we're resorting to the um, handicaps after. Disappointing against Paisley Park last time, and even getting beat by Stormy Island. Stormy Island the time before that, twelve to one. That one, Saint Felicien, twelve to one. Winter Fog, twelve to one. Bullport, who I think fourteen to one's a cracking each way bet. There finished um, three quarters of length behind Green Book at Sandown in February, and before that finished second behind Dashiell Drasher who's um, a noted chaser more than a hurdler. So, um, looking at the uh, betting, I would say Bowlport 14-1 to 1 is a good one to pick out. And, um, you know, for you each way punters, good risk at all, 8-1. to 1. Next up on the Wednesday, it's a Betway Queen Mother Champion Chase Grade 1 over two miles. Now, this is the... Um, Supposed return clash between Energoman and Shiskin, but the reports of um, Energoman not being so well. Um, we've seen its price drift um, to near double the odds it was. It's now four to one third favourite behind Chacon Poussois, who's four to one, and the favourite is Shiskin at 13 to eight. On you've also got in this race Nube Negra, who finished in second place last season. Behind Put the Kettle on, Funenbal Civiler, 16 to 1. Put the Kettle on, who's been very disappointing this season at 16 to 1. Um, Envoy Allen, 20 to 1. If you remember, last season was 4 to 9 um, to, to win its race at Cheltenham and come crashing down at, I think, at the third or fourth fence. You've got Grenatine, who won the big race over Christmas. Captain Guinness, 33 to 1. Editor De Geet. 33s, Politolog, um, a former winner of this race, but maybe waiting for Aintree in uh, April. 40 to 1, Soul Royal, who's been around longer than the mother in law, 50 to 1, All Mankind. Looked good at the start of the season, that one, but yeah, 
disappointed since that 66 to 1. Done vegan 66 to 1. First flow 66 to 1. Hitman 66 is Bal Overdoy and 150 to 1 and Hardline 150 to 1. Now, um, Shiskin, who, who just managed to beat a Nergaman last time by a length in a, in a ding dong battle, it was at um, Ascot, possibly the uh, race of the season. Um, not lost a race, it's, um, it's won twice now at the festival. And it, yeah, it's got the world of its world at its feet. Um, the second favourite, Chacon Bonsoir, and uh, disappointed in December, uh, finishing last be behind Grenatine when it was thirteen to eight on in the uh, Tingle Creek, but then returned at Leopardstown to win by twelve lengths at seven to four on last time. Maybe not up to the form like it was um, a couple of seasons ago, and then. I would say last season in the Queen Mother Champion Chase, it disappointed coming third behind Put the Kettle on. And Ergerman, who was the um, top um, Irish contender, but because of, the, because of the reports, maybe its chance has been lessened. Nube Negra may be running to a place, but I think it's the obvious choice here. Shiskin, all the way, 13 to 8 on. I think there is a double. Honeysuckle and Shiskin. I think it's around the 13 to 8 marker. Lump it on. Next up. It's the 10 past 4 at Cheltenham on the Wednesday. It's the cross-country chase. The Glen Farkless chase. Which um, should see the well the last appearance by a dual Grand National winning horse. Tiger Roll. Who, um, yeah... The, uh, the owner's had a bit of a paddy because of its handicap mark. Mainly because they've tried all they can this season to get that handicap mark down by uh, routing it round at the back of the field to no avail. Last time in a handicap hurdle, 14 out of 17 behind Veryman. Struggling against Protector at in um, entering December as well. Yeah, it's not been doing well as old Tiger all. You got Prengard in at seven to two. You got Easiest Land, who was behind Tiger Roll in this race last season, five to one, and is disappointed as well in a couple of uh, handicap hurdles. Delta Work six to one. Shady Operator eight. Midnight Maestro nine to one. Abrahma Ball ten to one. Diesel Dallier twelve to one. And back on the lash, fourteen to one. Hmm. Generally, this race, I would say, goes to something with course form. Uh, back on the lash, won over this course in November, but then come fifth last time behind Diesel Dallier. Uh, Diesel Dallier, who um, reversed the placings with uh, back on the last 12 to 1. Maybe a good um, good each way bet, that one, on a lemon stone for Easy Land was um, the even money favourite last season when getting thumped by Tiger All. Getting beat 18 lengths. So that's probably got to perk its, perk its own form up. Uh, five to one. Prengard, who, uh, yeah, it's been a win in a lot of uh, chases at Compian. Eight lengths being Dunquin, ten lengths being Virtus Destreval. And then uh, coming 18 out of 21, 74 lengths behind Palace Rock in a handicap hurdle, just to give it a bit of a prep run in February. Tiger Roll, like I've said, disappointed and probably ready ready for its uh, well-earned rest in the field. Looking at the betting, I would say Prengard, 7-2 um, over Easiest Land and Tiger Roll possibly coming third. But who knows? It, it could be the fairy tale ending for Tiger Roll and a well-deserved one. Next up, 450 is the Johnny Anderson Grand Annual Challenge Cup, which used to be the getting out stakes on the uh, on the Friday. So if you'd had a bad week and then, oh God, it's a 20-horse handicap, you've got to work out. God help us. Um, 450. So you've got the favourite, Buddy Rich, 7-1. to one. Brave Siaska, 8-1. to one. Ciel Dinej, 8. Amarillo Sky, 10-1. to one. Curse of Blame, 10-1. to one. Frero Bamboo. At 12s, Andy Dufresnay, who I wouldn't touch with a 100-foot barge pole, 14-1. to 1. Sky Pirate, 
an handicap staple at 14s, waiver the C16 to 1 before midnight 16s, edited against 16s, and you've got um, about 20 to 1 by those. So, uh, with this one, generally goals in recent history to um, like the Irish contingent, so Buddy Rich at the uh, top of the betting, 7 to 1, on a very low weight, looks uh, very tempting. Finished second behind for a time, looking also beat Bally Adam this season for running um, quite well in the handicap in Fairy House in November, but has been off the course since. Brave Siaska, Venetia Williams usually turns up uh, with a couple of handicap winners at this meeting. Uh, last time finished third or four behind Edward Stone, maybe not in the grade two class, uh, but before that beats, give a seven length beat into Sky Pirate in a handicap chase at Warwick. Um, C.L. Dinej, who I mentioned earlier, got multiple entries, <laughs> very much like the Shunter, who's got multiple entries over this week. Um, it's won its last three, beating Bustleton, Fire Attack and Cross Hill. Got Cursor Bleem, who was like a very good hurdler back in the day. Um, has, has run well this season, um, mainly seeing uh, Fernie Hollow's ass in uh, Leopardstown and Punchestown, respectively. Frero Ram Bamboo probably would need it, you know, like a mud bath. Uh, won by a length at Lingfield before finishing four lengths behind Dolos. Now, Dolos, dodgy arse. So, probably won't touch uh, Frero Bamboo. Sky Pirate. He's probably not run up to form this season, probably because it's um, handicapped to the hilt. But he's always there and thereabouts in these in these big big races. Um, did win last year by a short head being on two car, but um, has been uh, put in its place by Shiskin. Uh, Brave Siaska's beat it, and also fun and ball similar last time at Newbury. Um, before Midnight's another one, always runs well in these races, edited a geat, who won a big race at Aintree last season, going off out in front, and, you know, if he does turn up in this, I know it's got 11 stone 9 on, but it's the type of horse that will be there at the end. Uh, so I would say, my three against the field, edited a geat before Midnight, and I would say Brave Siaska at 8-1. They'd be my uh, free against the field. Next up, it's the champion bumper, bringing the uh, curtain down on day two. With a clash between Fasal Vega and American Mike. American Mike. Now, Fasal Vega is 8 to 11. Absolutely pissed on last time, winning by 12 lengths at Leopardstown um, for Willie Mullins. Facing. American Mike, who was a big money purchase um, earlier in the season, won by seven lengths um, in, on the 30th of October and then won by 17 lengths at eight to one on. So it should be winning. It should be winning at that price in December, but it's been off since. So I'm, I'm just thinking that uh, Fasil Vega, because it's had the, um, it's a bit fresher um, running in February. Compared to American Mike, who's been off nearly ninety days now, um, probably I would probably think Fasal Vega will win this one. Um, there's also like many other Mullins horses in this Redemption Day at Fies Mercury Tens. Got James's Gate at twelve to one. Our Jester, Poetic Music Sixteen, Rosie Red Drum, Call Me Harry, but. It's basically a two-horse race, this one. It's very similar to the clash last season between Sigurhard and Kilcrew when Sigurhard come out on top. But um, I will say, Fasal Vega for me, 8-11. to 11. It's not an original choice, but yeah, we're here to make, make money, not lose money. Now on to Thursday, which starts off with the Turner's Novices Chase Grade 1, registered as the Golden Miller over two mile and four furlong. Your favourite for this is Bob Ollinger, 4-5 now. With possibly Gallop Endershomp going to the Sun Alliance on the Tuesday. Long presses in there at Freeze, Blue Lord 92, Brave Man's Game 5s. Then River Dite 8, Statler 8, Jungle Boogie 10-1. And 12-1 bar those. A lot depends on here. 
who goes to which race, um, to be honest, who goes to the Arkle, who goes to the uh, Sun Alliance on the Wednesday. But it's all pointing to one horse here, Big Bob Ollinger, another possible winner for Rachel Blackmore and Henry de Bromhead. Uh, looked impressive last season when winning the Ballymore at Cheltenham. Seven and a half lengths being Gaillard de Manil. It's um chase record though this season. Uh, I don't think it was an, Im- an impressive winner at Gowran Park on the 20th of November beating Bacardi's at one to three that day. But um, it, I, I felt it impressed me on the uh, 16th of January when it beat Cappadano at two to one on. Um, taking on it here, um, if Galapanda Chomps does turn up and take it on, what a ding-dong battle that will be. Very interesting. But Bob Ollinger's definitely one of them horses for me. I could see maybe a gold cup in maybe a season or two. It looks it looks the big type uh, as a staying type um, to win a race like that. Um, away from that, there's not much else that sticks out. Like I say, it all depends who goes for which race. There's a lot of there's a lot of chess work, um, definitely, with many of the races at Cheltenham. Next up is the two fifty, the uh, Ryanair Chase, which is for horses who maybe don't stay as far for the Gold Cup, uh, or maybe just not good enough for the Gold Cup. But the um, odds-on favourite for this is Alaho. At 11 to 8 on, who absolutely romped home in this last season by 12 lengths, being Fakadoodery uh, before, um, then following up with uh, five and a half lengths behind Chacun Pussois at Punchestown. This season, though, it won a cracking renewal of um, the Punchestown race in December, winning by two lengths, and then it beat Fakadoodery who's a perennial um, second to the uh, top rank of um, Irish horses, uh, beat that one by 12 lengths. But a lot of the horses behind it, behind it in the betting, you've got Nergeman, who's probably going for the um, Queen Mother Champion Chase, Aplutard, who's in the Gold Cup, Chacun Pursoir, who's Queen Mother, Chamblou's maybe the next best at eight. So if you take like the three to one and Nergeman, Seven to two Aplutan and five to one Chacon Pulsois out of the race. Eight to eleven is probably going to turn into about one to three. Um, also in this race, Fakadudere. If you're wanting to put a horse on your place pot, that's maybe the horse ten to one. Uh, beat two for gold last time. I would say mm, struggled a bit to beat two for gold. Who's uh, a bit of a dodge pot itself. Uh, Tornado Fly, who's a Gold Cup horse. Jana Dill, Eldorado Allen, Melon. Yeah, th- there's a lot of... Uh, <sighs> yeah, not the top-level horses in this. And you can only see one winner. Aloho, by about 15 lengths. Get your money on. There's a, What it's going to be on this week is just a roll-up of um, all the short price favourites. You've got Honeysuckle, you've got Shiskin, you've got Aloho. Yeah, hopefully taking the bookies to the cleaners. 3.30 now is the Stayers Hurdle, which is a right motley bunch. Absolutely a motley bunch. There's We had the years of big bucks winning, many a Stayers Hurdle, but since then, it's been like one horse winning one year and then you get another 25 to 1 winner winning the, winning the year after. Definitely all over the place. Your five to two favourite is Flooring Porter, who won this last season, the inside of Burley. But since then, it's been quite disappointing. Pulled up in April uh, when Classical Dream won at the Punchestown Festival. Returned in November when it fell uh, in a race won by Durasso. And then in a bit of a farcical race, it uh, lost by two lengths to Classical Dream at Leopardstown. Uh, when both like pulled away and the rest of the field just got ridden to sleep. Time Hill is in there, who was, you know, uh, was fancied last season before pulling out of the race. Um, initially, this season, started off at Old Toy, 
Game beat by 41 lengths uh, by Gallop Marin. And uh, did follow that up in December. Game beat by a champ by a length and three quarters. That's seven to two. Classical Dream. Who possibly looked like the um, big Irish hope for this race after beating Florin Porter and also winning in April against James de Burley. But he then followed that up, uh, that win against Florin Porter with a disappointing effort. Gowran Park giving lumps away to away. Uh, losing by 11.5 lengths to Royal Kahala. So, it's odds now 4-1. to one. I think before that, it maybe was like a 6-4 maybe a six to four favourite for the actual race. Champ, who was seen as a gold cup horse, is 9-2. to two. Um, Disappointing last season in the gold cup. And then returned this season as a, a stayers hurdle. Uh, contender beating Time Hill and then finishing second behind Paisley Park, which I did think was um, a disappoint disappointing result when he's when he was expected to win at fifteen to eight on Paisley Park. Uh, like I said, returned to form last time beating Champ, but before that, disappointed getting beat by Champ and also Thomas Darby. That's six to one. Steering for Lange, I think will end up in the Gold Cup. Rolkahala, who I mentioned earlier. Good each way chance if it does turn up in the stairs hurdle. Sporting John. <clears throat> Apart from its win beating uh, Shamblu at Sandown in February 2021. It, it was very disappointing over the bigger obstacles. But since then, he's won at Warwick beating the Jam Man by uh, three lengths. And yeah, it's maybe not up to this level, I would say. You got Mellon twenty eight to one, Lisnagar Oscar who won this race one year, uh, thirty three to one, Indefatigable fifty to one, Song for Someone fifty to one, and yeah, some proper also runs at the bottom like Granoir, Silius Henry, Molly Ollie wishes who I'm surprised not actually going to the Mayor's race, uh, Gentleman's Game one twenty five to one, and Garo de Jui coming for a day out at two hundred to one. So for me, in this race, I would say, and pointing to the direction, Rokala runs, I think that'd be a very good each-way bet. And, hmm, I would go for Champ at 9-2 to to get the victory here. But, yeah, they've all got a few issues about them in this race, definitely. What we're going to do now is move on to the Friday, the final day of the Cheltenham Festival. And it's the 1.30, the JCB Triumph Hurdle, Grade 1, over 2 mile and 1 furlong. Got the favourite 7-4 to four of Volban, who beat Phil Dole last time, three lengths. Uh, but before that, got beat uh, by half a length by the second favourite, Pied Piper at Punchestown, who... Yeah, if you saw its performance at Cheltenham in January, you'll never see an easier winner all season. 9-4 to four for Gordon Elliott and possibly Davy Russell riding that one. Stablemate Phil Dore at 13-2, to two, who has looked, um, who looked very impressive uh, before getting beat by uh, Volban. And I think it was initially like the favourite for the Triumph Hurdle. Knight Salute 10-1, to one, who's, uh, yeah... Five for five from five this season. Uh, won at Cheltenham in November, uh, pretty well being at Saint Riquier, and then it won. Yeah, I wouldn't say that impressive at Kempton in February. Maybe go off its uh, win at Doncaster on the eleventh of December when it beat Porticello, who reposes here, who's twelve to one, who looked um, even even with that one, it has come on for. Uh, it's defeat by Knight Salutes when winning quite easy in soft ground at Chepstow and then beating Skycutter in February at Haydock in heavy ground. But it's probably not going to get that sort of ground here in the middle of March. Got Dr. Parnassius at 14 to 1, won by nine lengths at Taunton. So this is quite a step up for that one. Then you got Teddy Blue 20 to 1, Petit Tonnerre 40 to 1. And fifty to one bar those. Um, for me, uh, you couldn't help be but be impressed by Pied Piper's win at Cheltenham in January. So nine to four, Pied Piper looks the bet for me here. 
with Knight Salute. Knight Salute about 12 to 1 uh, to run into an each way place. Next race to look at is the 2.50 at Cheltenham on the Friday, the Albert Bartlett. Novices Hurdle, Grade 1, registered as the Spa Novices Hurdle, over three miles. This tends to go to possible stayers hurdle candidates um, in the next couple of years. You've got Manella Crooner at 3-1. to one. You've got Hillcrest, who's a giant of a horse, at 4-1. to one. Ginto Fives. Manella Kuna at six to one journey with me thirteen to two, Bardenstown Land nine to one, Holly Games nines, Chantreuse nine to one, Nice Guy nines, Staghorn ten to one and sixteen to one bar those. Now Manella Kuna and uh, Manella Kuna met last time at Leopardstown where Manella Kuna got a win over the favourite the Kuna, uh, but b b before that. Be Ivan eleven lengths at Punchestown. Mm, looks a type that may does look the staying type, I would say, but the one that sticks out like a sore form in this race is Hillcrest. You just have to look at the size of this horse to think to know this is a possible gold cup winner one day. Four to one. It was unlucky when it unseated its rider at Cheltenham in January, but before that did win at Cheltenham. In January beating Iron Maximus and then did looking very impressive in heavy going at Haydock. So yeah, it's probably gonna stay about four miles this horse. Meganella Kakuna, I'm not sure why that is a a bigger price, a double the price than what the uh, Manella Crooner is. Um you know, having beat it two and a half lengths. Uh, unsure why that is six to one. Then you also have Journey with Me, who's at 13 to 2. Another horse who's beating Manella Crooner. So, I don't know. I think Manella Crooner's been bunging the bookies uh, some money to make it favourite because he's been beat by two horses who are double the price. So, myself, I'm probably going to stick with Hillcrest at 4 to 1. But, um, yeah, go for Manella Kakuna is the um, each way option at 6 to 1. Next up is the big race of the week, the 3.30. The Boodles, Cheltenham Gold Cup, Grade 1, over 3 mile and 2.5 furlongs. Yeah, no standout um, contenders this year. Um, with, uh, who you got in here? You got Alaho, who's probably going to be running in the Ryanair Chase. Aplutad is actually the favourite though at five to two, uh, finishing second last year. Where uh, I think Rachel Blackmail made the wrong choice in the end, um, not riding Manella Indo, who eventually won it. Uh, Aplutad this season absolutely romped home at Haydock in November, being rolled per guy by twenty two lengths. But last time was actually outstayed by Galvin at Leopardstown over Christmas, losing by a short head. Galvin returns here to take on Aplutard. Now, this horse won one of the big staying races last season at Cheltenham. I think it was the National One Chase by a length and a half to de um, be ne de next destination. Uh, it did return this season with a half a length beating of Animix and then losing uh, in, in another ding-dong battle with Frodon um, at Down Royal. But, as I said, it'd be at Aplutard in December at Leopardstown. Maybe it looks like, the, you know, with the course form, it's won a couple of times here. It's, it's got proven stamina. 7-2, to two, what's a very good prize for that one. Manella Indo, it won well last season in, in this race, but has disappointed since uh, pulling up. He did, didn't like Kempton when pulling up behind Tornado Flyer. Second of eight behind Conflated at Leopardstown last time. Five to one. Looks a bit too short for me. Protector at, uh, I thought, won very well last time at Aintree when I was there. Absolute, um, you know, awful day. Pissing down with rain. But won by 25 lengths in the mud, but it did beat Native River, who's a, you know, a shadow of its former self. Before that came second behind Midnight Shadow, the uh, Paddy Power Gold Cup in November. 
that's possibly one with a very good chance, I would say, of Protector at, but maybe for me, I would wait until the, um, I think it's the Betfair Bowl in April. I'd entry for that one to uh, get into the winner's enclosure. Albion Falter, yeah, so it's only been out once this season with its, uh, you know, typical Tremor um, warm-up being Borough Saint by falling, so there's not really much form to go off, but it has won this Gold Cup before, beating Santini in 2020 by a neck. So 8-1. to one. Looks a good price for that one, but supposedly it hasn't been working well, according to reports. Tornado Fly, who won the uh, King George by nine lengths, is 11-1, to one, but generally, as a price, it's usually three times the price. Yeah, I wouldn't say that form at face value, the uh, King George. Very strange race. Chantry House, who uh, has been lucky in its, uh, well, a couple of wins. The one last season when uh, Espire de Rome come down at the uh, second last at Aintree when he beat Chambly by 32 lengths. He also beat uh, Big Breakaway in November uh, by 37 lengths. Disappointed, didn't like Kempton in uh, December in the King George and then beat... Another dodge pot, Santini, in January by two and a half lengths. Maybe should be bigger than 16 to 1 for me. Uh, any of the outsiders lost in translation? Probably not good enough nowadays. Uh, Melon, definitely not good enough. Yeah, there's a lot of also runs going into uh, St. Calvados at 100 to 1 at the bottom. So for me, I would go for. I think probably to outstay them all, Galvin, 7-2, to two, uh, to get the win for Ireland and for Gordon Elliott. Um, maybe in each, the each-way play is Albin Falter at 8-1. to one. So that's Albin Falter 8-1, Galvin 7-2. Um, we get into the last couple of races now. So the um, four ten is uh, the Fox Hunters, Fox Hunters Chase. Uh, where Billaway uh, try to avenge last season's defeat in this race is the three to one favourite with winged leader at thirteen to two. Bob and Co eight to one. Ponavon eight. Cousin Pascal tens. Cat Tiger and Shantu Flyer also at ten and eleven to one respectively. Now winged leader, who's the second favourite, beat Billaway in January by a total of twelve lengths. Maybe when Billaway needed the uh, needed the run. Billaway returned at Nace on the twelfth of February to win by four and a half lengths, beating Goodbye Sam. Um, yeah, it, it does sort of look like a match this race. Um, I would uh, like looking at that. I would say wing wing leader at thirteen to two. It's double the price of Billaway, even though Billaway needed the run. I think wing leader could could beat it again um, here. And then you're going into the last couple of races now. Now, we'll go on to the 450, which is the uh, Mrs. Paddy Power, Mayor's Chase, uh, registered as the Libertina Mayor's Chase, um, over two mile, four and a half furlong. Favourite here. And the last one on one of my accumulators is Concertista. How daft am I putting all my faith in Concertista to, <laughs> to win me about 500 quid? Uh, it's the 9 to 4 favourite. You've got Ellie May at 5 to 2. Mount Ida, 11 to 4. Rivier de Tay, 7 to 2. Gin Online, 9s. The Glancing Queen, 9 to 1. Zambella, 10s. And put the kettle on, 16 to 1. 16 to 1 by those. Now, Concertista, who should have won last year at Cheltenham. But was unfortunately beaten by Black Tears, sending many sending sending many favourite backers into tears into their Guinness. Um, it then turned up at Punchestown, getting beat by Stormy Island, but has reverted to the actual bigger obstacles this season, beating Jeremy's Flame half a length in December, and then followed that up with a full length beating of Darren's Hope. So hopes are high for Concertista this time to avenge. It's loss at last season's festival. Ellie May now was one was 
in a ding-dong battle with Cole Vreeve in this race uh, last season and getting beat by half a length. And it's probably, you know, you would have thought one of the big Irish hopes um, for the season ahead. Well, that all got turned upside down at Aintree in December when it ran disappointingly and getting beat by Zambella by 15 lengths. I remember having 30 quid on it that day. And yeah, I was definitely crying after after that race. And uh, then followed that up by getting beat by Mount Ida in Fairy House uh, by half a length. But he did eventually get a victory this season, uh, being caught made by five lengths, thirteen to two on in his prep run. I was when initially just looking at the betting for this, I was like, "How's Ellie May like one of the favourites?" Because looking at his form this season. You wouldn't touch it. Absolutely wouldn't touch it. For me, um, away from Concertista, the one that could trouble Concertista is Mount Ida, who I said beat Ellie May um, by half a length at Fairy House and has also beaten Scarlet and Dove as well this season. It did win at Cheltenham. It's got the course form as well. It's won over the over the distance. Beat Cloudy Glen um, last season on the 18th of March. 11-4 Mount Ida. Possibly the one to uh, to trouble Concertista. But, yeah, hopefully Concertista does win and I'm uh, quids in. So, final race of the week is probably a big handicap hurdle. Oh, lo and behold, it's the Martin Pike Conditionals handicap hurdle. Where, yeah, it's probably six to one the field and... Yeah, good luck picking the winner. As we have Langadan, 11 to 2 favourite. State Man's there, 11 to 2. Chemical Energy for Gordon Elliott, 7s. Good Risk at all, 7s. Got Burning Victory there, 10 to 1. Adam Millie Chosen, 12 to 1. Bowport, 12s. Cobbler's Dream, 12s. Hollow Games, Queensbrook. And the list goes on. All 67 of them. Um. Generally, with this race, it does go to an Irish horse um, in the past. Mainly the Gordon Elliott horses, so Chemical Energy probably stands out at 7-1. to one. Finished second in a grade three in November before beating Lunan Display by a length and a half in November. But it's been off 111 days, so that's maybe a bit off-putting. Langadan, who's on a mark of 137 now, returning to... You know, quite a low mark. It did finish second behind Galapanda Shants uh, last season at Ch- at the Cheltenham Festival. He's only had the, the one run since, uh, finishing 10 lengths behind a Giro. Burning Victory is uh, going to be the top weight in this. Beating Queensbrook, who's um, a fancy for a couple of the um, novices races, and that's 10 to 1. Also finished third behind Classical Dream in December, so, you know. There's a reason why it's top weight. It's a run well in grade ones. Bowport at 12 to 1, who I mentioned earlier for one of the big handicaps. Um, yeah, Cobbler's Dream is uh, one that sticks out as well. Won a £57,000 handicap at Kempton, being Highway 102 by five and a half lengths. Uh, so, looks a possible improver that's off 11 stone one. You've got Hard Hill. Who won by seven and a half lengths at Ascot? That was a big gamble that day. So 14 to 1, 10 stone 5 for that one. So it possibly looks thrown in. But it is number 100 on the card. So it needs a lot of horses to uh, to uh, vacate the race. So, yeah, my initial thoughts from the entries I think if Ardill's in there, that's got a very good chance. Ardill, Cobbler's Dream would be one. And a chemical energy to um, end the week off with an Irish victory. So that's um, all four days done with. Good luck to everyone. Gamble responsibly. Um, you can follow um, our podcast at GCP Podcast One on Twitter. Follow me at Oggy Part Three on Twitter. And um, yeah, hope you've enjoyed this episode and. Uh, Hopefully, there'll be more in the future of this kind. Thanks very much for listening. Bye-bye.